Hello and welcome back to The Sharpest Tool, where we take the sting out of marketing. My name is Josh Smith. I am your host. And joining me today for the second time is Lenny Gray. Lenny is a very accomplished professional. We had the pleasure of learning a bit more about Lenny and his career on a prior episode. So if you haven't checked that out, definitely check it out. But Lenny is a CEO of Door-to-Door Millionaire and Rove Pest Control, as well as the author of Door-to-Door Millionaire, Secrets of Making the Sale. Lenny's a master at sales, consulting, and more. We're going to talk about one of his favorite subjects today. But before we do that, Lenny, I want to welcome you back. It's good to have you, my friend. Awesome. No, it's great to be back. Let's do this again, Josh. Yeah. For those who missed episode one, why don't you give just kind of that 60-second elevator pitch about who you are, how you got into the business that you're in? Yeah. So I started knocking doors essentially for orc and pest control, just in between my semesters at college, the summer sales program, got really good at it, got convinced by a buddy of mine to, to go out and give it a shot and did that for three summers, got hired on as the kind of the VP of sales, the firm that hired Orkin or worked with Orkin. And after that, after doing that for a couple of years, I wrote a lot of content. I traveled a lot just with family obligations, starting to have kids. I just decided I got to do this on my own. So I picked a business partner who actually knew the pest control industry, which I really didn't. I just knew how to sell it, not anything else really. And so we got together, we started uh, Rove Pest Control back in 2003. And we've grown it, you know, across the country. I think we've had, I don't know, 12, 13, 14 branches, something like that over the last several years. We've had several that have been acquired. We're growing others. Some have been a staple of, of where we're at for the, you know, the last 12 years actually are, is our longest running branch to date. So wow. yeah, been in the business for a long time and knocked a lot of doors and got told no a lot too. So. <laughs> Incredible. Lenny, we're going to talk about your favorite topic ever. I mean, sales, door-to-door sales. Let's do it. And this is Love such, it. you know, there's so many myths out there, I would venture to say, and so many just impressions and resistance that people have, especially when it comes to door-to-door sales. Forget about just picking up the phone and calling people. There's a certain reluctance there too, but having to go knock on a door to go potentially talk to people and sell your product and service can strike some people as just not the best thing, highest thing on their list of things they'd like to do. Um, Is that been your experience when you started getting into it? Did you see a lot of that? And how did you get around that? Yeah. So it, it is definitely not for everybody. I, I will say that right up. And we've had people come in my program that have no business knocking on anybody's door. But if you have the right training, you can actually be okay. At yeah. it. But I will say there have been plenty that have come through. And, you know, we always tell people just give it two weeks, you'll, you'll know what you are or aren't in two weeks of knocking doors. Yeah. And, you know, we'll have people go two weeks and say, you know, I actually had a, a brother in law do that. You know, one, one year he's like, I got to go out and do this. Lenny's killing it. I'm going to give this a shot. So I said, all right, man, go out. I think he lasted like two days. And he, he came back to me and he said, listen, or he came back to actually my wife's sister. And he said, listen, he says, Lenny deserves every penny that he is earning <laughs> in what he's doing because this is horrible. And this yeah. is a guy who's actually knocked doors as a missionary and yeah. so he'd actually done door to door before, but door to door sales was very different. So yeah. anyway, <laughs> that's incredible. Do you remember a time when you realized like you might be actually pretty exceptional at selling and tell me about that? Yeah. So it was actually my almost one month into knocking doors. I was in Homewood, Alabama, just this little town in Alabama outside of Birmingham. And there was a town next door to Homewood that was kind of that upper scale, like high end, high income. It's called Mountain Brook, Alabama. And I remember just, you know, one evening I kind of knocked out most of this Homewood area. And I was like, 
you know what, I'm going to go to Mountain Brooks. And that was kind of, nobody wanted Mountain Brooks. They were too rich. Like people, first door I knock on in Mountain Brook, Alabama, I sold a doctor, incredible house. I mean, his wife actually kept reminding me, you have to refer to my, my husband as doctor. That, those are the mm. kind of people I, I was dealing with. And, and so I sold this doctor and his wife and, and then it was dark when I got done. So I, I was done for the day. And I remember walking back to my car at that point. And I was like, I got this, like, I, I can do this. No problem. Just throw at me, whatever, wherever I'm, I've got this. So what was it about that experience? Just to draw it a little bit more pointed. What was it about selling that doctor experience that you found success in? Like what, what was your tactic there? You know, I, I mean, I, I was scared to death. I'll be honest. Cause Homewood, <laughs> Alabama is very just normal people like me, you know, blue collar, just go out and get it done type people. And nobody in our office wanted to touch Mountain Brook because that was kind of the thing with these experienced guys. It was my first year, so I didn't know. But these experienced guys were like, nah, rich people, you know, they're hard to talk to. They're hard to this, that, and the other. And I was like, well, I got nothing to lose. Let's just see what I got. Because I was I was doing really good my first month, but I thought, am I really good or is it just the area I'm in or whatever? So to me, it was just more proving to myself that I'm actually really good at this and I can probably sell anybody anything anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And now how did you continue to improve over time? So, uh, yeah, the interesting thing, when I first got hired on, this company had a training manual that was maybe five to 10 pages. It was nothing. And there wasn't a whole lot to learn. I probably had it memorized, you know, after my first month or two knocking doors. And so for me, I taught myself a ton. I'd never read a sales book. And until I actually wrote my book, I I had never read a sales book. I decided I'm going to figure it out how to do it on my own because I felt like I had a style that I didn't want to get messed up, (laughs) if that makes sense, reading other people's things on how they sold different things. There really wasn't a book out about door-to-door sales, you know, then, and and there's really not many out there now, but that to me, I just, I kind of wrote my own book and and wrote my own thoughts down and really just battle-tested through trial and error to figure out what worked and what didn't. If you had to say, we're probably going to get into more of this as we talk about the book too. If you had to say there was one thing that a good door-to-door salesman has to have, what would it be? What, what's the one thing that's like, if you don't have this, you, no matter what you do, you're never going to find success. Yeah. In our company, we call it mental toughness. But at the end of the day, it's being able to go to one door and have that person at one door be like incredibly rude, condescending. You know, they call your mom a name. I don't care, whatever it is. And then you bounce back to that very next door and you act like, that never happened. You can yeah. just erase it from your memory. It's kind of like they say, I'll often tell my guys that are into football, you know, they say that the guys that are cornerbacks that guard the wide receivers, they say they've got the shortest memory in, in football because if they get beat on a deep pass, they've got to completely blanket out of their memory and, and just play the next down. Yeah. And I feel like door-to-door sales is the same way. Regardless of what happened at the previous door, that next door I knock, they got to think that I've sold everybody in their entire neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Before we dive into the book, do you have any uh, personal favorites in terms of sales stories, good or bad experiences that you've had that just stick out in your memory that you want to share? I mean, everybody remembers their best and worst days, I think. So, I mean, I literally, my third summer knocking, I had my best day ever. I sold 23 accounts on July 4th, 2000 in Jacksonville, Florida. That was just epic. Totally missed a, you know, my wife and I were going to this fireworks show at the beach and I just kept knocking and it was a pretty incredible day to to do that. We missed the fire. We actually watched the fireworks go off in our car as we're driving to the beach. (laughs) Fortunately, my wife forgave me because she realized that I made a lot of money that day. And she's very supportive. She's not just about money. I don't want to yeah. go there. But she just was excited for me because I was super excited about that. 
But that same summer, about two or three weeks later, I was on the doors and I sold nothing, literally got blanked. And so the highs and lows of sales, I, I always tell my guys, hey, listen, when you wake up in the morning, how many sales do you have? You have zero. So it doesn't matter what happened the previous day. So don't carry your, your negative momentum with you. What you do want to carry, though, if you had a good day, carry that positive momentum with you. And just realize every door is a new opportunity. It's a new stage. And again, just don't get too high on the high or low on the lows. Yeah. Now, eventually, you wrote Door to Door Millionaire and started the Door to Door Millionaire Consulting. What? Let's start here. What are some key traits or sales principles that you see good salespeople having? So good salespeople are really good communicators. And that means they can look somebody in the eye. That means they can smile. That means they're creative on their toes, so to speak, where, you know, they can relate to people in in certain ways. They're kind of a, they know a lot about a little, that's kind of what, or they know a little about a lot is is what I always say that I am. So if somebody wants to talk soccer or they want to talk, you know, dancing, or they want to, I can probably come up with something to relate to them, even though I don't know a ton about one or two, you know, topics in particular, but enough to, to get by. Yep. I just think that's so important that especially in a day and age when most people just communicate with texting and they don't really even have, you know, their voice isn't heard. I mean, I always tell, tell my sales reps, I say, listen, nowadays, if you feel upset or angry, you don't even have to explain how you feel to people. You just send an emoji. Yeah. You say that that's how I feel. And people have to interpret that and go, Oh, I guess he's sad or he's mad. But on the doors, man, you're kind of just there on your own. Just you've really got to be good with with people and, and know how to communicate with them and, and know how to get a message across, even though people are going to try to take the conversation in, in different directions. Yeah, I love that. What's, what do you find seems to come more naturally towards people? As far as just interacting with people? Yeah, or, the, or do, in terms of door-to-door sales. Yeah, are there certain traits that people typically exhibit a bit more naturally versus the ones that they got to learn? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think, I mean, personalities are so different. Yeah. And, and so I think one thing I, I always go by is I'd rather have a hardworking sales rep who's an okay communicator than a lazy sales rep who's a dynamic communicator. Hmm. Because yeah. I can help the guy yeah. who just goes out and works hard. I can help that guy. What I can't do is help the guys who are really, really good, but just don't want to get out and knock doors. Yeah, definitely. Now, outside of the mental toughness, Are there certain skills that are the hardest to master? You know, people, I think questioning is a big one. People have an idea. If you're just talking to somebody, you're probably going to ask a yes, no question. That's just life. Like, hey, do you want to go out to dinner tonight? Hey, are we going to watch this? What, you know, are we going to watch a movie tonight or or whatever it is that it's just yes, no is kind of how we communicate, but that's a death nail in door-to-door sales. You don't ask yes, no questions. And so learning how to phrase things and reword things from yes, no to more find out or assumptive type of questioning. That's a, that's a tough trait because people are so ingrained on just yes, no. Hey, do I have to do this? Yes or no? No. Okay, great. Hey, can I do that? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. I can do that. It's not how door-to-door sales works. Yeah. You probably, obviously the open-ended question, you know, one of my favorite things is from Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. The part that sticks out to me is it's something along the lines of how people are just by nature self-interested. 
and mm-hmm. how one of the easy, quickest ways to build rapport and build a connection with somebody is to get them to talk about themselves. Because if you're not talking about yourself and you're allowing yes. them to talk about themselves, they feel pretty good about that. <laughs> and so yes. Yes. I find that probably to be at play here too. Mm-hmm. Do you find any common sales mistakes that novices make? Like somebody who's just getting in, what are some of the, the most common mistakes that they'll make? So I think a lot of times sales reps forget to ask for the sale, strangely enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, like they just want to talk and they expect, you know, hey, if I make a good impression on this person, they'll just say, hey, sign me up. <laughs> yeah. That's not how sales work. You, you actually have to earn the sale and then you have to ask for the sale. Mm-hmm. And so cl- we call it closing, obviously, just closing the sale. Closing, I think, is a very difficult thing for a lot of sales reps to do because it is out of your comfort zone. You actually have to set yourself up to where you might hear no and so sales reps, it's, it's kind of like learning a new language. When you learn a new language, you kind of got to know where all the words and the adverbs and the parts go. Some go before they do in the English language, some go after. You've kind of got to retrain yourself on how to learn this language of sales and yeah. closing. Closing's tough. It's not something people are typically used to doing. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, the trades specifically for a minute. What do salespeople in the trades need to pay attention to the most? Is there anything uh, unique about the trades versus other types of door-to-door sales? Trades meaning different industries? Different or? industries, not just pest control. You'll have pest control, you'll mm-hmm. have HVAC, plumbing, roofing. And not every business, this is an interesting thing too that I've experienced. Not every trades business does door knocking or does canvassing as they call it in roofing, You know where they're going door to door. A lot of them do though, and those more sales centric organizations do. But uh, it seems almost like it might be fading away just a little bit. So, but trades in general, what what do you find is unique to the trades? You know, and I've worked with several, right? Mm -hmm. I've worked with, you know, people in the roofing company or or people in the garage door industry, people in solar, people in alarms. I mean, I'm convinced that you can sell anything door to door, any type of trade industry that you have in any type of home service industry. Yeah. You can craft a way to have people go out, knock doors and generate interest because you're actually kind of at that place where those things are needed. <laughs> so yeah. it's it's pretty easy. If you're a window washing company, shoot, I can probably get within 10 feet of a house and know if they're actually a qualified customer to get their windows cleaned because I can see if their windows are cleaned or not. Pest control, it's a little harder. Sometimes you can't see bugs from the street. You know, you, you don't know. Plumbing, that that would be a little harder too. You, you know, until you, until you get in there and see what's going on, you're, you're not going to know from the street. But I'm just convinced that there's there's a way. I mean, I did years ago, I did a consulting gig for a no credit check finance company. Mm-hmm. And I implemented the same door-to-door sales tactics for this no credit check finance company that we were going to businesses. It was B2B. And so I think if you have the right processes and you utilize those processes, yeah. I don't think it matters what trade it is. Yeah. Love that. Now, real quickly, before we wrap up, you got a new book coming out, spring of 2021. What's it going to be about? Give us the insight. So yeah, the new book, and, and we're still working on a name. I got to be honest, I, I haven't even named it yet. I'm, I'm the kind of guy that that's the last thing I'll do. It's like uh, door-to-door millionaire two. I don't know. You know, <laughs> who knows what it's going to be called. But I actually just finished the first draft. I'm super excited about it. It really takes door-to-door sales to the next level. And that's probably going to be a subtitle, just next level training. And it takes, I mean, there's a lot of stories. There's a lot of information in the first book, kind of more 101 level, like how to knock doors. Yeah. This book is like 301, 401 type stuff. I mean, it's like Mm. how you can be great on the doors with these small little subtle tactics that I've used and crafted over the years that you're just not going to get anywhere else. Love it. 
Well, side note, before uh, before we close here, I just I got to call it out because I'm sure a lot of people watching are thinking it. Do you ever get Christian Bale as your doppelganger? As like <laughs> the person you Never. look like? <laughs> Never. I probably got a good Batman voice somewhere down there. Yeah. Not, no, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, it just dawned That's on me. Part. I was like, you know, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, Lenny, it's been awesome talking with you, sharing all of your knowledge and expertise about door-to-door sales. Where can people find more about you, buy your book, the whole thing? Yeah, so LennyGray.com is a great place to go. The book's on Amazon, uh, or you can get it on my website. There's an audible version of Well that a lot of sales reps love to have as they're you know going yeah. you know city to city and and neighborhood to neighborhood. And then uh, of course LinkedIn, you know, kind of all the social media stuff. I'm I'm probably out there somewhere. Fantastic. Well, Lenny, this has been a pleasure having you on the podcast for these two episodes. I really appreciate your time, all the expertise, and uh, looking forward to potentially doing this again in the future. Awesome. Thank awesome. you, Josh. Appreciate being on. You bet. For everybody listening, wherever you might be listening at, definitely hit the like button. Give that subscribe button a little tap so you can continue to get more of this awesome content. If you're on iTunes, definitely drop a review in there. It really helps the algorithm so we can continue to pump out more of this content to the people who need to hear it most. And from all of us here at the Shoppers Tool, until next time, we'll talk then. Thanks. Thanks.